The infection rate in the Eastern Cape remains the highest in the country. The province is dealing with more than 8,200 active cases. Public gatherings and non-compliance to the regulations have been identified as the leading cause for the rapid spread. The Nelson Mandela Bay Metro Acting Mayor, Tono Nobuyeya, says their main priority is to minimize activities that may result to the spread of COVID-19. So we had to make a call and say, look, can't we look at maybe bringing back that uh, to 10 o'clock so that it gives people ample time to go home, the shabin owners to, to, to cash up, close, and if, they, uh, and if they must leave their premises also, there's enough time for them to do all of that. So that was our submission to the provincial uh, uh, center, and uh, we await the decision also on that one. The Eastern Cape Health Department is also dealing with labor problems affecting its management of the pandemic. The department suspended 38 nurses from the Mpilweni TB Hospital in Port Elizabeth for allegedly refusing to work with COVID-19 patients. The nurses downed tools after this hospital was turned into a COVID-19 treatment hospital. A spokesperson for the Department of Health, Sizwe Kupelo, says decisive action will be taken. Our stance uh, is very clear that we cannot have employees who are on our payroll but who are refusing to do their job. Uh, simultaneously, we are engaging with uh, their respective unions uh, to discuss issues relating to some of the concerns that uh, the department has raised. During this time of the pandemic, uh, we need to ensure that uh, we pull all stops to ensure that we save lives uh, of those who end up in our facilities. However, the Health Workers Union, DENOSA, says it stands by the nurses. Provincial Secretary Kaya Sodidi says these workers remain against the department's decision to convert the TB hospital into a COVID one. He says they were never consulted. We're in full support of the 38 uh, nurses uh, which has been suspended at Mbiluni TB Hospital. These nurses have been suspended because they are refusing to accept the new conditions which has been introduced by the department in that hospital, which has never been consulted. That hospital is a TB hospital, but the department just woke up one morning and then converted that TB hospital to become a COVID-19 institution, which has never been consulted, which is also affected now the working conditions of the employees at Mbiluin. The acting mayor, Buyaya, also expressed concerns about the upcoming initiation season. He says with the shortage of healthcare professionals and the congestion in hospitals, it remains unclear how the metro would deal with an outbreak in initiation schools. But the traditional initiations remain suspended for now, and a decision to reopen the custom is still to be made. I am Andangonji in Port Elizabeth. Now for further reaction to the possibility of tighter lockdown restrictions, we now joined on the line by the chairperson of the Nelson Mandela Bay Tourism, Sean van Echt. A very good morning to you, Sean, and welcome. Hello there, Elvis. Very good to be with you. I took you down to the sea, if you can hear it in the background. I can definitely hear it. Now, this hard lockdown, (laughs) mid-year, the first one had a huge financial implication for the tourism industry. Can the industry, you think, survive yet another lockdown similar to that, especially in the Nelson Mandela Bay area? I think it will survive, um, Elvis, but I think that um, it will be a skeleton of what it was. And if we can, responsibly, um, obviously the quicker we can get some visitors flowing in, the better. Um, the the thing to see in our, our tourism industry, which I found um, very gratifying, is they are 
looking after all of the protocols. They'll be really carefully and um, they're caring about their um, their visitors who come through um, and directing people. We've got a, a, a program called Wide Open Spaces, um, and all of our members and various people are directing people to tourist um, experiences where there won't be a lot of people at once and they can feel um, fairly comfortable just taking things at their own pace. Uh-huh. Now, the Bay is usually a holiday destination for many patrons during the festive season. I was planning that destination, but unfortunately now I've got to cancel. But how would the early closure of restaurants, bars, and possibly beaches impact on the industry? I think once again, yeah, um, Nelson Mandela Bay is, uh, is a self-catering, yeah, gets and have a braai and do things like that type of destination, um, even over the season. Our restaurants do do well, but um, I think what we'll try and do with the activities is orientate them, um, that people can go out for a nice walk on the beach or sundown at Sardinia Bay or something like that, um, and then get to the restaurant if they want to, to do that. Um, I, don't, I don't have a problem with um, leaving a restaurant at 9 o'clock, it means I can be in at 7 or so and be out of there by 9. So um, it does play a role um, because we're very aware of what could happen, but I think that's a good thing as well. Mm-hmm. Does the tourism industry support the proposed regulations that may be introduced in the Bay in order to manage the surge in the new COVID-19 cases? Yeah, we, we certainly do. We are very aware um, of the dangers if the spirals out of control. Um, so those restrictions, I think, ought to be welcomed. Um, we have worked very hard in the last week or so um, to come up with two programs, one being that wide open space program where on a daily basis we'll be recommending different activities that people can do. And we're going to use unemployed tourism people to be at those different experiences um, and let people know when they when there are too many people there um, and also give them advice on other attractions. So, yeah, we're trying to mitigate some of the people who are out of work at um, accommodation and restaurants and that type of thing by giving them work over that period. Launched a campaign with our local tourism products called the Caring City. So not just the friendly city, but the Caring City, which means you know, we are going to go all out to help people who do come to us be even more COVID-free than they would be in their home city. Sean, I thank you so much for your time. That was the chairperson of the Nelson Mandela Bay Tourism, Sean van Acton. Uh,